All right, it's a bike ride recap. Pretty cold one out there today. It was probably the first day in a while that it was, like, fucking cold. Like, even with my, I got three layers. You know, I got my shirt, I got my hoodie, and then I got my New Balance black zip-up jacket. I'm always wearing black pants and black shoes. I like the all-black look. That's what I've been rocking lately. Um, but even in my little, my outfit, and I also have a hat, and I have these fat-ass gloves. Oh, my gosh, these things are ginormous. They make me look like, they're like the the fist that you used to put in. It was all sweaty because, like, everybody at, like, Timmy's fifth fifth birthday party would stick their nasty-ass hands that probably been in, like, their nose and, like, their ass cheeks in that fucking Hulk glove and be like, hey, I'm going to punch you. And then you're like, well, I'm going to punch you when you take it off and you you put your hand in that fucking disgusting-ass Hulk glove or the other one that was thinking it was, oh, The Thing from Fantastic Four, which is a movie I used to actually kind of enjoy, I guess. Kind of weird, kind of embarrassing that I enjoyed that. But yeah, pretty cool one out there today. I'm going to have to go back out because I really, I really want some turnips. And the best turnips are only available all the way at Reading Terminal Market. And I will bike there solely to get turnips despite the wind almost knocking me over when I bike over the river. For some reason, the wind, some science reason, the wind is so strong over the fucking river, over the nasty-ass Schuylkill River. Ugh. But yeah, you know, it's been, it's been a day. Yesterday was a day. The day before was a day. And yes, obviously it was a day, but when I say that, I mean it's like, wow. A lot of notable things have been happening recently. Um, got a lot of stuff on the way. Really, um, really diving into this entrepreneurial energy I've been gaining recently. I guess it's because of no school. So I've had the time to cook more, try out new things, uh, take on more cooking projects, take on more, um, well, not taking on, but diving more into production and making music, um, biking a lot more, definitely. And when you bike, you experience the outside world. And so I've just been taking in so much fucking shit recently because I've gone everywhere. I went up to all the way to Fishtown to buy weed the other night, and I got lost because the streets down there are really fucking dank. It's I, it's not like that that in over in University City. I appreciate you, Billy Penn, for kind of laying out the city pretty, pretty easily. You know, I. I can say to a friend, hey, meet me at 23rd and this street, and it's very easy to find that street as opposed to if I were going to Fishtown, I would say, hey, meet me on Thompson, like kind of around 5th or something, and you're like, okay, well, all these streets are like curvy and disgusting, and I'm afraid I'm going to get shot by these, uh, the white militia that were shooting people after the Black Lives Matter protests in June, so yeah. Hey, I have nothing against Fishtown, though, really, except for those guys. I fuck those guys. The majority of Fishtown is actually pretty cool. Fishtown, Northern Liberties. I, I like everything in Philly closer to the Delaware River, closer to the armpit of America, which is New Jersey. And I believe I stole that firm, ah, term from Mr. Kerwood, who was our health teacher at Mount Pleasant, and... I heard, I'm going to spread some uh, 
possible fake news here. I heard that Mr. Kerwood got fired for uh, saying some things he shouldn't be saying and doing things to students he maybe shouldn't be doing, which is a real shame because when I was like 17, Mr. Kerwood was probably the coolest person ever. I mean, he was a lacrosse coach. He was a part-time car salesman, and he was teaching us about health. Like, what what was not to like about Mr. Kerwood? Well, he did get in a fight with a student one time about wrestling. He was like, the student was like, I can beat you up. And Mr. Kerwood was like, no, man, I swear I can beat you up. And that was, like, the entire fight. But, like, the tones of voice were much serious. I don't remember the exact wording, so I'm not going to try to re to react it. It's not going to be very funny, but just reenacted in your head. Very funny. So yeah. <sighs> Shout out Mr. Kerwood. Uh hope you're learning from your actions, man. We all we all need to learn from our actions. I've I've learned that when selling food, I'm selling pasta and granola. Go buy some, go buy some. Now is a great time to support me as an independent artist because I don't have a lot of hours. I don't have a lot of money. I don't have anything. I have nothing. I have no friends. I have no self-esteem. I am just a nothing person. And the more y- the more money you give me, the more happy I become. So what I learned is ordering this food, while, I, while the response has been very good, I will say that I was not expecting anybody to order any pasta or any granola, but I did get a very solid amount of orders, especially for granola. And I feel terrible because there were a few orders for pasta that I didn't fulfill. And it was really just because I didn't have enough flour and um, hangers for for the tag they tell. But now I'm all set up. Get at me. Pasta's $4 a pound. Granola's uh, $10 for half a batch. Which is, nah, $5 for half a batch, $10 for a full batch, which is like one and a half pounds. It's fucking chunky as fuck. Like, you turn that shit over, it's shiny from the honey. I'm telling you, this, what your dealer says, this is gas. Gas. Okay? So, but anyway, what I was trying to say is that I learned that putting together an order form is probably the best way to do it. If you have any suggestions on how to make it better, how can I make it easier for you? Um, uh, your granola sucks. Do this to make it better. Uh, your, I hated the pasta or I love the pasta, whatever, whatever you want, tell me. If you think that I'm doing something wrong, tell me this is, I joke a lot and say like, oh, I do everything all for me, but it's not necessarily true. I I love to, one of my favorite things to do is to, especially with food, is to share, share that with people, because it's like I'm sharing part of myself. I mean, Pasta, making pasta, just rolling pasta is probably the most therapeutic thing. It's got me through some terrible times. It has made positive times, like euphoric. I, I absolutely love pasta, and I would lo- I love sharing that with people. One, two, three, go. We are doing a draft of five Harry Styles roles that don't exist. So, what are movies that Harry Styles should have been the lead 
rolling. Does it does it need to be lead? Because all right, the first thing that came to mind for okay. me is he he should have been Peta in the Hunger Games. Oh my god. Yeah. Any of those fucking um those YA those like YA utopian dystopian movies. Oh my god. Yeah, exactly. Like Divergent. He could have been the lead in Divergent or like Maze Runner or something like that. Some of that basic shit, you know? I didn't see any of Maze I I've heard good things about it, but like I, I don't know. I don't know. The, the, the I haven't seen it. Like Maze Runner, the last game or something. Like the final, <laughs> <laughs> Maze Runner, the final boss. It's like Harry's Runner, the fi- final boss. It, Harry Styles is the final boss. Yeah, bro. And he sings. Um, well, uh, here's an easy one. Th- you don't know you're beautiful. What's up? Star is born. I know that's kind Honest, of. All right, honestly, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know about that. Like, I feel. Yes, because like, oh, he's a star. Yeah, he can sing and everything. But I feel like he, Harry Styles has too much of the the pretty boy aspect and like aesthetic to him. Whereas in that movie, Bradley Cooper has more of the the like sultry, um, rustic hotness. Rustic hotness, yeah, rustic hotness, which I think is what that movie. Harry can be a margarita pizza that has like that thick crust. Yeah, fat, he he can be a jack of all I trades. Can, I think he can play both roles. Okay. But yeah, maybe, maybe. Voice is a little better. I mean, yeah, like his acting for, debut for was was what Dunkirk, and that's not like a, you know, a, a happy movie. That's a fucking yeah. intense movie. So, who knows? Dunkirk. He could he could easily have been like any any romantic movie, something like. Like uh, what is it? Fault in Our Stars, or some Ooh, shit like that. I haven't that. seen it, but like I all I know the general premise of it, and I could easily see him being some tragic, yeah. tragic guy. I mean, I do. I wish he was like an actor for the past twenty years. I wish he was what he is now. Like, what other movies has he been in besides oh, Dunkirk? Oh, dude, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know that much about Harry Styles. I mean, I then, then what? Then what? What spurred you to to come up with this prompt? I, well, I was, I've been listening to the song Sledgehammer a lot, and I do agree with him. Like when I heard him say this, he was like, "It's the best mix song ever." It really is, dude. The bass in that song, Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer. Boom, boom. Yeah. Interesting. That's that's what Harry Styles said is the best mix song ever. Yeah, it was it was this thing on Howard Stern and like I I was looking up Sledgehammer in the search bar yeah, search bar on Spotify. Okay. It just comes up and it's like a podcast episode and and Howard Stern's like so talk to me about Sledgehammer. It's like okay what are, what are you gonna say Harry? But he talks about how he it's like his favorite mix song. It's because the bass. Dude. Interesting. Yeah, I, I see. Harry, he he covered it. Okay. Um, I'm gonna add this. I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it later. And dude, it sounds see like my thoughts. It sounds dude. like what a really good mix, like a live mixed bass, would sound like, like at the Queen. Really, that would be awesome. Yeah. That All right. Good upper mids, like lots of ambient sound to it. Like, lot is there like lots of reverb? Yeah, well, with the um, with the drums, it has that drums eighty like that eighties drum sound. Is that has that snare drum? Oh, okay. The the like uh, the I can feel it. 
Coming in. That like that similar vibe. I get all of those people confused. By the way, Phil Collins. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all the same thing. It's like the same thing where Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel, um, who's the third guy? What's 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 the dude? Is this Genesis we're talking about? By the way, yeah, yeah. Yes, Genesis, Invisible Touch, bro. What's what did you just say? Invisible Touch by Genesis. Invisible Touch. Okay, I don't know that song. Okay. Or the, oh no no I I was thinking of uh, Steve Winwood. Oh Steve Winwood I know Steve Winwood. Yeah Steve Winwood um he did Higher Love. Yeah yeah like him he's in that same vein of to that song. Yeah 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 yeah. I don't know but you know what I I did do today though bro is I not today yesterday I I tried Tidal and. Oh. Um, have have you have you done title? No, have you tried it? The last time I even put my mind towards title, it was like twenty dollars a month. Yeah, it, so it's a it's twenty six dollars a month to get the hi fi setting, which is like why why else would you get title besides wanting the audio file setting where you get the highest quality? Um, but the reason I got it is they just released this thing called three sixty audio, which is um a new sony technology that is basically it tries to create rather than a stereo image like a 360 image so it's as if the player is in front of you beneath you above you behind you rather than just in one little like left right stereo panning um and yeah in theory it sounds really cool so i was like okay i'll try a free trial of title and Gave it a try, and A, there's only, like, a handful of songs. Um, one of the only songs that is available for 360 is that new shitty Foo Fighters song that, in my opinion, I think is it's, – it's really not good, in my opinion. It's, I watched it on Saturday Night Live and was just immediately turned away from it. Does it sound like old Foo Fighters? Are they trying No, it's like Foo Fighters trying to be poppy David Bowie, basically. Oh. Which is like cool in theory, but I I'm I'm not that big of a fan. But speaking of David Bowie, the other 360 audio they did is Space Odyssey, and man, it's like noticeably clearer. It's noticeably cleaner. Everything feels like there's more space where each instrument sounds like it takes up its own realm in your headphones rather than just like a little, you know, because that's the goal of any mix but with this it's so much cleaner it's so much more spacious and it's actually really really cool so you're like living inside of the mix while you listen to it yeah exactly exactly that and they have masters quality yeah it's like similar to that but not yeah it's it's basically the same idea it's basically the same idea but more professional sounding you know so I definitely recommend giving it a try. Like, there's free trials. You can just immediately cancel your oh, free trial upon it. Okay. So, like, that's what I did is I downloaded it on my phone, did a free trial, and then immediately canceled my subscription. And now I just have title for a month to give it a try. And they have, like, a lot more video content on it. Like, they have live performances on it, which is really cool. Um, they have, like, streaming of music festivals. Like, they have all three days of – uh, 2018 Made in America on there, which is actually really Ooh, sick. Holy shit! 
yeah, right? It's it's actually really, really cool. It sounds like a much um, more immersive music experience than even Spotify. Yes, but the the problem is that the in the programming of it, not the programming of it, like the the layout of it is kind of garbage. Um, it looks like a jankier, blockier Spotify. And in my opinion, what makes Spotify so good is the interactive experience of it and the music discovery, which Title just can't really compare to. Music Titles, yeah, the music just swiping yeah. to cue. So yeah, cool. exactly, exactly. So the all the curated playlists like Discover Weekly, you know, Release Radar, the daily mixes, um, recommendations, all that shit is what makes Spotify so good in my opinion, and, and Tidal just can't compare, but their selling point is that, yeah, the, the audio is noticeably better. Um, yeah. But they also have, like, a master's quality for a lot of songs that are is also, like, supposed to be studio quality and not compressed, which is great. So I definitely recommend giving it a try. Yeah, and I, I do hear that they pay artists better. I don't know the specific... Yeah, they do. They do. Um, I don't know exactly the payment plan. Let me look that up, actually. Do they, do they have an option? So do they have tiers, or, or do you only get, can you only get this $26 tier? Um, so there is a student option that I believe you can get the hi-fi setting for 10 to... I, it might be 15. I think it's 15. Okay. Um, 15 a month. But yeah, like I said, you can get the hi-fi setting for free for a month. But yeah, the the only reason you should ever get title is for the hi-fi, which um which yeah, is twenty-six unless you're a student. Dude, remember when everybody got pissed off at no free ads title, by the way. Remember when everybody got pissed off at um Daniel Eck? Um for and I know Spotify is not doing some shady things recently. But he said, like, in this generation, artists need to release singles and music a lot more frequently. Like, an album every six months or a year or something isn't going to cut it. And it's like, Daniel Elk. Daniel Elk. (laughs) I mean, I wish his name was Daniel Elk. But Daniel Elk is just giving yet another unexpected, unexpected, whatever the word is. What's the word? expectations yeah um for independent artists yeah spot spotify has been kind of shitty have you heard about their new discovery mode for artists i heard about they will up you in the algorithm yeah so it's like it's like a pay-to-play type scenario that's actually really in my opinion fucked up it's like it it encourages artists to pay more to increased their their algorithm um, so are they likelihood they, in discovery are they taking more out of the cut or are they paying more for distribution like what, what yeah so that's that's something that I, I hold on let me let me look this up but what i'm if i remember correctly it is they they up their algorithm likelihood for that song or those specific songs that you're paying for to be discovered by listeners but they're taking let they're you're getting less per stream, which in my opinion, it like it might be worth it, but you're also paying them more money to Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hold that's on. where it gets shady. Yeah. I, I do see benefits of paying for it, but at the same time 
it's they know that literally everybody is just gonna pay for it or like enough people to dilute it is what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's really just a money-making scheme is what it sounds like and so i'm not i think condoning is that the word i'm not saying that's okay i'm saying people shouldn't have been so pissed off at daniel for saying that because that's just true because people have no fucking attention spans because of social media and the internet so yeah you do have to release music pretty frequently now to survive yeah and also like there at the end of the day there is the the argument that can be made that um payola which is the general term that is used to describe this new discovery mode where you're pay to play basically mm-hmm. um has been used sort of unofficially and independently when you look at like all the independent playlisters that charge to get your song on that playlist and a lot of them can be really really expensive depending on the number of followers that they have you know the whole nine but this is just like an official condoning of it for a pay to play i know i've i've always like whatever the word straight away from that because i always what i learned in music industry at drexel is that anytime even the, the person from spotify came in and told us that anytime you see somebody charging for a playlist appearance on spotify it's a scam and they probably mean with the editorial playlists mm-hmm. but it also feels scammy to do that with your own playlists but i mean that's what that's what the fucking mob used to do back in the 1950s that was the mob got all the payola money yeah, so I'm reading I'm reading a Pitchfork article, and the sentence that I found that best describes it is, um, instead of forking over money to curry favor with powerful individuals, you're forsaking a portion of your earnings in exchange for better chances with the algorithm. You'll never know how or why it decides to show your song. It just does. Hmm. Hmm. So you aren't forking over more money. You're already not getting paid anything. Yeah, exactly. So if your art level you're at for this, I would say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can't deny it is them kind of using the money as the leveraging tool. Okay, you can't deny that. But yeah, you to buzz, dude. No one fucking cares about me. <laughs> Seriously, I don't fucking make I, any money. I mean, yeah, bro. But that's how everybody starts. You got to start just as like a passion project and just do it until you can make money. Organic reach, real listeners. What would Gary V say if he was like a music person? Be like, five real people are better than 20,000 20, fake followers. Which, yeah. Is, sorry to clown you, Gary V. So, what I'm seeing is in, back to the payout per stream, title does 0.0125 per stream, which means you need 80 streams roughly to earn one dollar whereas with spotify you it's 0.004 so that's less than a tenth of a cent that's less than half of a tenth of a cent and that requires 229 streams bro what 336,000 streams to earn minimum wage wow that's crazy where do we go from here is the question because the damage is done, man. Music has lost its fucking value. Um, public. Not to me and you. I don't know. Yeah, it's like a matter of is it losing it, – it, 
I don't know if it's necessarily losing value. It's just the ubiquitousness of it is making it harder and harder for new artists to be able to support themselves because there's so much static noise to sift through. There's so many, like, how many other podcasts, like startup podcasts, are on Spotify or on Apple Music or something like that that are doing – I don't want to say more or less what we're doing right now, but you know, it's like, how, how do you separate? It's, it, it makes it harder and harder to separate from the rest. It's all about finding your fucking audience. Yeah. Your Agreed. You're real people. Agreed. As, as we talk about real people, um, we're going to put up the draft board. Uh, right now I have stars born and no, I think all I did had was a star born stars born. Okay. My, for, oh, we're back to the Harry Styles. Okay, okay. Back to the Harry Styles. All right. Hunger Games is my number one. Okay. Hunger Games is your number one. Peter, Peter from Hunger Games. Yeah. Are you typing? In I would there? say Maze Runner would be my number two. Yep. Maze Runner. Dude, I haven't seen Maze Runner or Divergent. I think I watched like the third. I watched the first Divergent movie with my ex, and I never. I don't remember it at all. Um, and then Maze Runner, I think I watched the second one or third one, like half of it, but I couldn't tell you a single thing about it at all. Okay. Oh, Dylan O'Brien is the lead guy. Dude. Yeah, he basically anything that Dylan O'Brien is in, <laughs> Harry Styles could probably do too. Yeah, I could, I could see Harry Styles um, – kind of playing a Brad Pitt character. You know? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Brad that's true. So Brad Pitt, but I could see Harry Styles being uh, Cliff Booth in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I could certainly see him being Jules in Pulp Fiction. I'm going to put that on the board. So I got okay. Jules in Pulp Fiction and I got So you're yeah, I'm you're going for like unconventional because I'm I'm looking at as like Harry Styles, yeah, exactly. I'm you're I'm looking at it as like, oh, what is Harry Styles' public perception and what would fit that, as opposed to what do I think like him as a person would he be able to accomplish? Studio trying to put him into a movie. Yeah, trying to like expand. Yeah, dude. What you said earlier, like the fault in our stars, definitely, dude. Yeah, like that. That's an easy answer, you know. That's a very I think Harry Styles is kind of – I think his fan base isn't only 13 to, like, 16-year-old girls anymore. Agreed. Like, Ooh, um, speaking oh, of Brad Pitt, okay, since you already chose Brad Pitt, I would say the – Cliff, but that's a Brad Pitt character. Yeah. I was going to say um, – Speaking of Brad Pitt, he would have been really good in Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Ooh. Have you seen that movie? Dude, I I remember that movie just being really emotional. Yeah, that's I, I that, seen that movie. It's it's a really sad but beautiful movie. Baby was so fucking disgusting, dude. I, <laughs> actually, I watched yes. that when I was like 12. Yeah, I, no facts. I feel like every kid our age when they first saw that movie was like, what the hell is this? What I is bet this I would child? Get it a lot more if I watched it again. Really? 
Oh, get the movie. Get the movie. Yeah, I thought you meant, like, get grossed out. Some of the themes, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. This is something now that we're older and we have more, like, retrospect and life experience, I guess you would call it. By the way, did you, um, did you talk to... I'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about that. Later. I have no. We'll I have that later. You were asking about Tim. I haven't got a hold of Tim. Okay. Yeah, it's Tim or um. Response by DM, but it might take him a few days. Tim and uh, uh yeah, Rob White's there and Jeff. We should hit up all three of them, bro. We yeah. should really hit up all three of them. Dude, yeah, I should. I I will. Um, I'll email them today because I still have my Drexel email. This is actually a Drexel Zoom. I. I don't actually go to Drexel right now and I probably won't anymore. But I think especially Rob, I think he likes me enough. Um yeah. he'll talk to me. I I interviewed him last Oh, week. I did not mean to send that Bieber thing to you. It's my bad. Bieber. Justin Bieber. Dude, Justin Bieber. Bieber's fucking song that he released whatever this year, Yummy. That song is terrible. Yeah, it's really oh bad. It's really bad. I fucked with Bieber's purpose album. He, his his stuff there was pretty good. All right, dude. Here's a hot one. Batman. Batman. I don't I don't know if Harry Styles could pull off Batman. That's a big undertaking. Harry Styles is quite the confident appearing guy, and Harry Styles also doesn't fucking overact, which is something important with. Batman like not being flashy. Would you would you say that Christian Bale overacted? No, I wouldn't say. That. Oh, okay. So then who so, who ha- I mean in the what, what in the past that take is that that it's hard to replace Christian Bale. I mean, but yeah, but like, all right. In in your in your opinion, which of the Batmans have overacted? Well, the si- so like Adam West, the '60s Batman, definitely. That's definitely the one i saw what was you, what were you gonna say because I, I i was i was gonna say the 60s batman but is that an issue of just the 60s everyone overacted or is that a batman problem i think it was the movie's problem because it was okay everybody was yeah. fucking overacting the the dialogue was shit you had the pop-ups that went like pow pow <laughs> yeah that is true that is true aesthetic. But yeah, the comic book aesthetic, bro. They need to bring that back, honestly. They really need to bring back the like goofy yeah. comic book aesthetic. That would be so good today if they I did really, it right. I really like the Marvel intro intro like credit things. Yeah, how the, the 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 flipping through the comic books. Yeah. Harry Styles cool. had to be a Marvel superhero. Oh. Not like Captain America, man. I mean, I don't see Tony Stark. Yeah, like that RDJ is Iron He definitely wouldn't be he definitely wouldn't be Iron Man. Mm. He's not arrogant enough to be Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. He's not arrogant enough. Mm. Probably Captain America. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> yo, Harry Styles. <laughs> you have to have fucking Mark Ruffalo or like. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Harry Styles go green. Oh my god, that would get the fucking girls going like crazy. Eddie James was the whole. Did you see that movie? I didn't see the movie. I saw the trailer. Where, like Kevin James was a Nazi and he was holding this girl hostage in some cabin, and it looked like it was a serious thriller. Like it wasn't. Is it? <laughs> it Kevin like... James like Paul Blart? Yeah, Paul Blart. Paul Blart. What? Yeah. 
Nah, Kevin James has, like, reached the point where he is Paul Blart and he can't be any he's other like, character. Like, yeah, he's got Zookeeper or whatever, you know, but nah, he's Paul Blart. What? What is Zookeeper? What, you, you, you didn't see Zoo? I don't know if I've seen Zookeeper, but I've at least, like, I remember, I, all right. Granted, I'm looking up Kevin James' filmography right now, but, like, <laughs> he's so goofy looking, man. What's oh no! With him as a Nazi, what's it called? Is does it? Uh, let me let me look it up. Hold on. Kevin uh, James. I mean, dude, you, you can see him. He's kind of like that. Oh, bro, what? <laughs> what? Holy shit! I need to watch. It's called Becky. It's from 2020. Becky. What? It came out this year. Yeah, it did come out this year. A lot of movies that came out this year were pretty bad. Joe McHale describes getting terrorized by Kevin James' neo-Nazi character in Thriller. <laughs> what? Yeah, all right, I need to see this movie, actually. <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, I need to add that, actually. I need to <laughs> Fuck. That's so funny. All right. Dude, all right. It, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, the second one. I didn't think it was as good as the first but what sequel is better than the first you know um but it it has its moments man it has its moments where it's it's like holy shit the 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 the, the, yeah the rudy giuliani scene is obviously just absolutely like wow this is you know this is why Sasha Baron Cohen, Cohen is as good and a genius as people say he is. It's like being able to pull that off and say, yeah, this, like, oh my God. Yeah. But the, the scene where he's, he's getting the cage for his daughter oh <laughs> and the guy's like, yeah, just how many women can you fit? He's like, just one, just one is fine. He's like, oh, very nice. Like, oh my God. The thing is, I didn't even think about how that relates to the children in cages thing right now. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my exactly. God. It's exactly. A, it really, I love just stupid, smart humor. I yeah. That shit just it's the best. It. It's he, the best. He's incredible. You know, he was supposed to be Freddie Mercury in Bohemian. Re- yeah, I remember hearing about that. He w- they were going, going in. Interesting. Yeah. What do you mean? I, I never actually, truth be told, I never saw Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, it it was it didn't really it was more of like a Queen movie than a Freddie Mercury movie. Yeah, makes sense. Did uh, did Sasha want it to be about Freddie? Freddie Mercury has this interesting ass life with like a lot of like AIDS and all these yeah yeah right performances and his family background. Like, I think it's a very interesting life, and I guess the Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, version would have been more like pretty as opposed to very like yeah he would have been that is something that i I probably would have had more yeah um an interest in seeing i definitely still should see bohemian rhapsody but i I don't know man it (sighs) don't don't see it dude it's not good it's not good No, okay. I don't think it's very good. Yeah, I heard I heard the I heard the live aid recreation was cool, but that the rest of it was you can just watch it on YouTube though. Oh yeah, true. True. You can just watch the real thing on YouTube. Yeah, 
that's what I meant. You like, well, yeah, why, why the hell would you ever watch a fake Freddie Mercury sing Live Aid when you can just watch the real thing? Dude, that, okay. yeah. if Arden Kind was famous and, like, Oscar got a biopic or something, Harry Styles yeah. would play Oscar. <laughs> you, you should you should tell oscar that honestly he fucking hates when i tell people that he looks like harry styles he, does. he absolutely yeah he does are you harry kidding styles me he so does face. he has a more bubbly face but like the hair's there the yeah. jawline is there and i think yeah. it's the eyes <laughs> it's in the eyes but I can he's been told up. that since like sixth grade bro really yeah He's been he's been told that he looks like Harry Styles for so fucking long. I think he does. He definitely does. And I don't know why he takes it as an insult. What are you talking about? That man's like the most beautiful man on the planet. Top three I, most beautiful men on the planet. Uh, quick quick round. Um, Harry Styles, Jared Leto, in my opinion. Who? Jared Leto. He's oh. he's an annoying prick. Like Jared Leto's cringy as hell as a person. But I looking like, at him, he's he's a pretty man. Yeah, dude, I I was obsessed with Jared Leto for so long. I was a huge Thirty Seconds to Mars fan. I was obsessed with like all the documentaries that he's done, all of his acting, all of that shit. I don't really, I I still respect him and like him a lot, but I understand why people think he's really cringy weird at times. That he could have done a good, a good um, Joker, with not with Suicide Squad, but Joaquin yeah, I dude, I I re- yeah. I know Joaquin. Agreed. Joaquin he he is he is capable of being an incredible actor. Yeah. And I think he just he he just fell short and was failed by the writing of that movie and the directing and the editing. Like there's a there's so much of that movie that was cut out. Yes, he was garbage in it regardless. Like he was not good in it, but I don't know if that's necessarily his fault. Like yeah. he had to work with what he was given. You know? Yeah. And I he like Joker Joaquin Joker is such a more in-depth character. And agreed. So Heath Ledger's Joker is a much more in-depth character. Agreed. I think if he had a more in-depth character, then he would be able to immerse himself in it more. Um, agreed. Yeah. Yeah, it, like Suicide Squad, it, it wasn't about the Joker, which is yeah. why I think he struggled with it. Because when you, yeah, but you, you you can't have a movie involving such an iconic character as the Joker and put him as like a side prop for him to be a gimmick, you know? Yeah. That's that's sort of how I looked at it, but it's a tricky line. Margot Robbie. Yeah, exa- exactly. It's like, I, I don't know, it was a weird love romance thing, which is like cool, but that's, I don't know. I haven't read enough of the comics to really talk about the history of Joker, but in, in my opinion, for like public consumption, people don't want to see the Joker as like this tragic yet, I, I don't, I don't know where I'm going with it, but you know, no, no, um, with Jared Suicide Squad, like the the you know, star-crossed lovers of Harley Quinn and him, and yeah, it's so stupid. It's so yeah. stupid. I, I but I, like I agree. I think he he would have been like in Dallas Buyers Club, like that idea of a tortured soul immersing himself in a character, all of that. If he could have, and he won Best Supporting Actor for that. If he could do that he easily could have done Joaquin Phoenix's role. That being said, 
Joaquin Phoenix is one of my favorite actors as well. And I think he's absolutely incredible. And he did an incredible job in Joker. Um, But I I think Jared Leto gets way too much hate for it. Way too much hate. Her or Joker? Have you seen her? Oh. I I I must say I saw like three I saw like three quarters of her I never finished it I saw it yeah I, I that's a movie that I need to rewatch because I wasn't really taking it in yeah it's it, it it just left me uncomfortable I forget I think I was watching it at Phoenix's house and we just had to leave or something like that or we got bored I don't I don't remember what it was but other people dude you would have to leave yeah man that's like. That's a watch alone type movie, man. Yeah, I, I can imagine. It's like a <laughs> sit at home and cry feeling how alone you are type movie. Yeah, yeah that's that's how I am with uh, how I was with Requiem for a Dream. Mm, I haven't seen that movie. Fun fact. Talking about Jared Leto, that's that's a, the best drug PSA you will ever see. That is like don't do okay. drugs movie. That makes me want yeah no like it it is yes it is fucking it's one of the most depressing movies i've ever seen but it's also really really good i've only seen it once because after i finished it i watched it alone in my house at like one in the morning until three in the morning and i just sat on my couch until like four or five just like it it stuck with me it's a really really um depressing yet beautiful movie movies like where you get to like, there's, like it sticks with you kind of feeling it sticks with you from the movie like certain brands of sadness certain brands of yes like yes i, I don't know like the, like there's a certain kind of being sad when you're in the shower yeah facts it's like a dissociation type sad yeah and it's crazy it, how that feeling is just like generated from something that you connect with and then like you can still feel it after watching the movie yeah Yep, I I saw that movie years ago. I don't remember when it was, but I only saw it once. It still sticks with me to this day. Dude, it's definitely a must-watch. So, can you see Harry Styles in any of these like Seth Rogen, James Franco movies? <laughs> um, is I, Harry Styles I, funny? I don't know, bro. Like, what if Harry Styles was in the interview? Or like this is the end as himself. Could Harry as Styles himself. Be? But the thing is, what what are Harry Styles' lines going to be in that movie? What's yeah right? All right. So like in the interview, do you would it have it wouldn't have worked if he were to like replace Eminem in the interview? Because you know how I was like, oh Eminem's gay. Like that was funny because it's Eminem and because of all the homophobic shit he said in the past in his lyrics. Um. That's why that whole thing was funny. In the interview, no. But playing himself as this is the end, in this is the end. Yeah, yeah, that that would work. That would work, for sure. He would be good as himself, I think, as like a character, character caricature of himself. Yeah. Um, I like seeing that. That's why I really like those movies. Yeah. Right. It's nice when a person can play himself and still. I did a I did my no. Spanish project on this is the end. I don't even know. What? What? What, what was the project? <laughs> what? That makes no sense. It is Spanish, and I think it was just something about a movie. You have to pick a movie. 
and it was in Spanish. And yeah. Interesting. Dude, shout out. The Eternal. He's in Hairstyles is in an upcoming Marvel movie? Is he really? Yeah, apparently. With Kit Harrington too. What movie? The Eternals. Oh, The Eternals. I'm I don't I've never heard of it. I no, I'm I'm not gonna spread the misinformation. I was gonna say Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't I don't know what enough about it. Look up look up what are the Eternals. It has this has to be some group from the comic books. Let wait, let me guess what the Eternals are. Before, and you're gonna read it to me after I guess it. It's the Hulk, Spider Man. It's just like reshuffling the Avengers. The Hulk, Spider Man. Um, I can't even name like another Marvel. Oh, maybe some X Men. What's it? What's an X Men? Mm, what X Men would he be? So uh, he wouldn't be. He yeah, that's Marvel, but he wouldn't be. Um, he wouldn't be Wolverine. He's not like masculine no, macho enough. Oh. Oh no, it's not. It's not X Men. It's not X Men. Okay. Um. Marvel Comics race fictional, fictional race of humanoids. Okay. okay. I don't know what that means. People in Age of Ultron. That came. Did you see that movie? Remember. That's the one Avengers movie I haven't seen. Actually, I didn't watch the well, second one. They- there was that guy that could run really fast, and I know he was in Endgame. Mm. It was like the guy and the girl in Endgame. Okay. No, I'm reading the Wikipedia of the Eternals, and it says they're described as an offshoot of the evolutionary process that created sentient life on Earth. Jeez. So it's like humans that are aliens, but humans. Sounds like fucking Harry Styles. <laughs> yes, right? Sounds about right. Ugh. Oh. So, all right, draft board. I got draft board. Styles as um, Bradley Cooper's character, Jackson Maine, Star is Born. Harry Styles as Cliff Booth. Harry Styles as Jules from Pulp Fiction. And I forget my other pick. All right, mine is Benjamin Button, PETA. Yep. And <sighs> hold on. Well, while you, while you pull up your other pick, my pick that I forgot was Oscar if Arden Kind was famous and had a bio. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. That's only four. If I th- I'll think of one before we hang up. Tom Holland movies. I feel like he would be good in, like, a Tom Holland. Like, yeah, I was actually going to say, like, in reference to Marvel. Spider-Man. Um, he would be a good Spider-Man. He'd probably be, be- a better Spider-Man than Captain America. Yeah, agreed. He yeah. would probably be a good Spider Man. So I'll 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 say Spider Man. He would he yeah. would be cool. Yeah, he could definitely be a good Spider Man. Oh, Batman. I also said Batman. You did say Batman. So I have and not necessarily the Christian Bale Batman. But just Okay, Batman. so like a more Okay, yeah, I would say like a, a not as dark Batman. Yeah. And not you as, know dude. What if there was like a Batman series where it's kinda like a I was gonna say anthropology series. What's it's called? What's that called when it's like a, um, it's not like an ongoing story. It's just like a story, but it's like a new thing every time. 
kind of like the oh other. yeah 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 like different and, scenario yeah got you like it, anthology not anthology an anthology an anthology exactly. series sort anthology, of like kind of like in the not connected the stories like just sort of one-off things yeah dude very like that could be cool like on the upper side of pg mm. Uh, mm. more of a detective-based batman which that which it also sounds like what robert pattinson is going to be doing in this one so i'm not saying he's replacing that but yeah i'm excited to see what robert pattinson does have you seen um lighthouse no, I saw a good time in oh my god. So I when I first heard Robert Pattinson was gonna be Batman, I was like, fuck this. Is he even a good actor? And I watched Lighthouse. Dude, that wow. It's just Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson yelling at each other for two hours and it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's all dialogue, bro. It's about two it's two seamen locked in a lighthouse together, and that's it. And it's it's like two hours long, two and a half hours long. It's all black and white, and it's a trip. Sounds it's like an absolute trip. Yeah, exactly. If you – yeah, like so we we both really like A24 movies. Yeah. Watch Lighthouse. Okay. It's, it's one of those genre-type, like, trip movies, you know? Uh, A24 had a really good, good year, uh, 2019. I think Lighthouse came out in 2019, right? Yeah, yeah, House, it did. Cut gems, and I think Midsommar came out in 2019 too. Mm-hmm. Was that 2018? I don't know. That was 2019, I believe. Yeah. Three stellar movies. Agreed. 2019 was good for movies. Yeah, it's kind of a shame. Like nothing this year. I mean, Trial he... of Chicago Seven was really good. I would say. Um. Dude, Irishman came out last year too. I just rewatched it. I still haven't even seen The Irishman, bro. Oh my god, dude. That movie. I need to. Sucks. That movie is so emotionally devastating. I need a movie like that in my life right now. But it also has that mob, Martin Scorsese. Like, mm-hmm. feel, dude, just like any. Have you seen. The mob movie with Martin Scorsese is just like, oh my god. Have you seen Coco? Has Coco? Yeah. I have not seen Coco. I know that song. Remember me. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. That I I watched that a couple last week, I think. Um I was told that it's like an amazing Disney movie and that it will make you cry. I was like, ah, whatever, like it's a Disney movie. No, it's Pixar, it's Pixar, same difference. Um, you know, Pixar movie. I was like, ah, it won't make me cry, whatever. I was crying by the end. That shit. That is a beautiful movie. That's everything I've heard about Coco. Yes, beautiful. it's that is a it's it's beautiful. It's all about music. It's it's so good. It's okay. so good. Okay. Dude, what is your opinion? Jesse Eisenberg on what? Cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You better not shit on cars, dude. No, no, dude. It's okay. so funny that you say that because me and my roommate Zach all the time like anytime for some reason cars comes up and zach goes yo cars 2 fantastic film <laughs> and we're like hell yeah it is cars is one of the best best animated series of all time no cap oh man cars is what's up i i've heard people compare like tomater to jar jar banks and i'm like dude like he is just not that bad 
Like, no, I, bro, he's I not like Toby. that at all. I, I don't get what's wrong with cars. I think it's very heartwarming. Fucking Sally and Lightning McQueen. Oh my god. Okay, here's 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 my pick okay. for another Harry Styles. Frodo. Oh from- my god. <laughs> okay, yes. Frodo, Frodo from Lord of the Rings. Really good pick. I would I would pick Frodo. Are you writing these down? No, dude, I'm not writing. I'm, I'm writing. All right. All right. I'm 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 writing them down. Okay. Yeah. Frodo. And then that's is that only three for me? No, Spider Man. I have Spider Man. I need one more. This is tough. <laughs> it is tough because it's like there's so many movies that it's it's like he would be good in like a Jesse Eisenberg film maybe. Yeah. He has similar energy to Jesse Eisenberg. He could have been good in uh, Trial of Chicago Seven as Sasha Baron Co- yeah Sasha Baron Cohen role actually. Abby Hoffman. I haven't seen that movie. Very, very worth it. Good dialogue. I want to see him as a villain, man. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's what I'm... I'm gonna... All right, yeah. Last one needs to be a villain. Yeah. Dude, what if they made, like, a modern version of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde? And Harry... Oh, he... I feel like he, he could pull off... Um, um, speaking of Christian, all right, so he could do a, he would be really good as, um, ah, no, he's not masculine enough. Have you seen, um, no country for old men? Yeah. Were you going to say like Anton Sugar? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Anton Sugar, but I don't think that would work. Um, I think he could do American psycho Christian Bale, American psycho. That's a good one. Yeah. Because he's like charismatic, but he's also crazy. So I think that would be my fifth choice. Okay, that's a really good one. So, sorry. So, 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 give give the audience your five, and I'll give give them my five. Hold on. American Psycho. What's the name of his character in that? I fucking forget. Dude, great movie by the way. Also, because it was like an hour forty minutes. Like, really solid filmmaking, and you get in and get out. Patrick Bateman. Ah, uh, wait. What'd you say? I said I said American Psycho was great because it was like an hour and forty minutes. Yeah, dude. Honestly, all right. Yeah, long movies. Yeah, they can be a journey, but there is something to be said about a movie that can get started, have build up tension, everything that a movie needs, and be done in like an hour and a half, hour and yeah. forty five. Anything under two hours, it makes it so much more accessible yeah. and so much more palatable. Yeah, digestible and palatable to be like that. That's why people liked fucking Hubie Halloween. And like all those, (laughs) honestly, all those Adam Sandler movies that aren't Uncut Gems, I think Uncut Gems was a bit over two hours. They're like hour 30 below. Like they're just the easiest thing you can ever watch. It's just like The Office being so popular because it's 20 minute episodes. Shit's Mm. Creek too. Shit's Creek is pretty good. Last season, getting a little too cheesy though, I have to say. Interesting. Okay. All right, my 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 five or should be in Hunger Games. He should have played Peta. He should have been the lead in Benjamin Button. He would have been a good Frodo in Lord of the Rings. He'd be a good Spider Man, Tobey Maguire Spider Man. That is Tom Holland's. Tom Holland's cute, but I feel like that would be too similar. I feel like he would be cool to to sort of 
re reimagine the Tobey Maguire one. Yeah, definitely does. And then fifth would be Patrick Bateman, Christian Bale's character from American Psycho. If he were to do a villain, it would be that one. And those are my okay. five choices. Yeah, I think your list is better than mine. So my list is Jules, Pulp Fiction, Cliff Booth, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oscar Campo, if Arden Kime was famous and had a uh, biopic about him, them, and Batman, and then fucking, um, what was my last one? Did I never get a fifth? I don't remember. Uh, we were talking about villains. Yeah. What? Who? Who would he be for your villain? <laughs> I don't know, bro. Said American Psycho. I don't said know I don't uh, think Anton Sugar. Yeah, I don't think um, Anton Sugar. We got to get me a fifth Harry Styles role. Oh, I I did say he could play. Um, there we go. It was Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. If they reimagined Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde into a like a real modern movie. Interesting. Kind of cool. That would be cool. Play. He could he could have been um, Kylo Ren as well. He could have done that in the new Star Wars movies. Um, he could have, dude. Adam Driver. I'm gonna change my pick to fucking Marriage Story. I haven't seen that. Dude, That's been on my list for a little while. Perfect as whatever fucking Adam whatever the Adam Driver's name in that movie is. Like interesting personality would be perfect for that movie. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. That's very okay. true. That's so. That's my pick. I have Oscars. I have Adam Driver in Marriage Story. I have Cliff Booth. I have Batman, and I have Jules in Pulp Fiction. That's a pretty solid list, bro. Yeah, I would agree with it. All right, we had a good, good pod today. Next time we're gonna rank uh, favorite. Yeah, favorite edit edit the, these down. Okay. Best what? Favorite and worst Art and Kind songs. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of Arden Kind, Grayson was just listening to Wheelock Lane. That's pretty cute. Oh, was um, it? Spotify thing. Yeah, he's on. Yeah, I'm looking at Spotify right that now. That song is so fucking good. Yeah. Wheelock Lane is so fucking good. Everybody that doesn't know Arden Kind, I don't know how you're listening to this and you don't know Arden Kind. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, I feel like anybody that's listening to this probably, yeah, probably has already heard yeah. us. But but listen to whatever. Me. Who knows? Who knows? Shouts out Rusty Blue. Shouts out Arden Kind. Shouts out Glass Doors. Shouts yeah. out Delaware Music. Yep. I was listening to Ooze earlier. Yeah, bro. Ooze. Yo, so Sebastian and all. Sebastian's such a fucking G with all of his music, bro. He's so good. Him and Sam. Yeah, shout out Sebastian Rote. Shout out Sam Greaves. Yeah. Getting me nostalgic. Yeah, right. Oh, All right. I got to go, bro. I got some work to do. I miss you. I love you. Let's let's call later to talk about yes. business shit. All right. Love you, man. See you. All right. Peace, bro.